Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Randy Orton returns to WWE Raw and turns on Riddle. Sort of. Elias kills off his old character on Monday Night Raw as well. We have got a gigantic backstage update on Bray Wyatt's WWE release. And the USA Network on Angry, they're just disappointed with WWE and they're worried about NXT too. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, let's uh, kick things off by talking about the biggest story from last night's episode of Raw, that being the return of Randy Orton. This was announced before the show. Orton was going to show up and he was going to open things up as well. He did open things up, um, but he barely got a mouth out of his word before Matt Riddle came down. Over-enthusiastic reunion stuff. You know, the, the things those guys do endearingly and entertainingly on TV every single week, pretty much. Or did, before Randy Orton took that time off. But Orton wanted to break the tag team off. He was like, I don't want to team up again. Out come AJ Styles and Omos sets up a main event, basically, between AJ and Randy. One-on-one. This is the first time they've gone one-on-one since WrestleMania 30. Uh, it might have been might have been check that up someone with a cage match access uh, <laughs> but they worked one on one in the main event Orton won he hit an RKO as AJ was attempting a phenomenal forearm Omos nice. was uh, he was neutralised on the outside effectively by, by Riddle who put him in a sleeper hold he backed Riddle into the ring post but he was too preoccupied to break the fall big hug from Riddle and Randy after the bell everything looks well but Randy Orton's Randy Orton, and he hit the RKO as they separated. He, big smile that looked like he popped himself <laughs> uh, as much as he popped the crowds. Loving life, chuckling away. Uh, and Byron Saxton, as the show goes off the air, yeah. telling, I think they're back together. I think <laughs> they're back together. So it was an interesting scene um, because when someone hits their tag team partner with their finishing move usually you would think that was a split but you got Byron Saxton over here going hey they're back together so it's it's kind of a weird situation it could conceivably end up that this was some kind of weird tough love type thing maybe or maybe they're feuding and splitting either way the RKO got a big pop because it always does it's the most poppable finisher around and uh, a good time was had by all actually Randy Orton's face as he was kind of looming over Riddle was worth the price of admission for me what is going on I'm sat there watching (laughs) WWE at the moment going oh god I really want to know what's going on with Randy Orton and Baron Corbin and that sort of thing not the people I would have picked that I'd be focusing on <laughs> midway through 2021. But yeah, like you say, great to see Randy Orton back. And 
I can't believe I'm saying this as well. I'm inclined to agree with Byron Saxton because, I mean, presumably you have to have the tag title defence at SummerSlam. There's literally, thanks Vince, no other tag teams <laughs> on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And yeah, I suppose this just further enhances the odd couple energy that they've got going on where they can work together as a team, but Randy still fucking hates his annoying guts. So has to go put up with it, put up with it, put up with it. Ah, you're an all right wrestler. Okay, we got a buzz from wrestling. And then up, uh, okay, oh, uh, at the end of it all. I, I still think they're going to be tag champs by the end of SummerSlam, Andy. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like, this was weird, but I was kind of entertained by it also. Yeah. Uh, it was good content entertainment, if not, you know, the most logical pro wrestling stuff in the world. Uh yeah, whatever. I had fun. Uh, they're probably going to win the tag team titles, right? Yeah. Like you said, there's no one else. The Vikings just lost. It's what's happening. WWE stuff. Like, I think if you apply like real like magnifying glass booking examination to this stuff, you're, you're going to find millions of flaws. It's not worth the energy. Just just roll with it and uh, go. Yeah, this is weird, but hey, look, I, I smiled at it, so who cares? <laughs> yeah. Let's not forget this is also a show where Drew McIntyre. Claymore the homeless person, I think. So that's what I got from that sort of thing. Yeah, and, uh, do do drop lost to a winking doll as well. I don't, so hey, I, do, I don't even want to talk about it. I, I no. <laughs> Instead, we're going to talk about Elias because he popped up in a uh, in a vignette on last night's Monday Night Raw, seemingly killing off the old Elias. He said WWE stood stood for Walk with Elias, but Elias is dead. And amongst that, he was stood next to a big old fire in a forest and. He, he had flashbacks to him getting twatted by his own guitar by Strowman and Riker and loads of others, basically. And he chucked it on the fire to end it all. So seemingly taking his character in a new direction. Look, Elias was the perfect foil for man annoys crowd with guitar, gets interrupted, yeah. gets beaten up by either returning star slash legend. But I feel like it's kind of run his course. This might be the right direction. I have no idea what character he's going to yeah. do next, but it feels like the drifter has had his time, hasn't he? He's drifted away by all accounts. Mm. Yeah, like, it, it was a good gimmick for him, right? Because he was, like, in, like, 2018, that kind of period, he was really quite over. Yeah. And, like, to the point where WWE kind of had to turn him babyface because everyone loved loved his act. Um, but a gimmick like that does come with a mid-card ceiling most of the time. So if uh, Elias has hopes of progressing up the card, he probably needed to ditch it at some point, even though it's what brought him to the dance in the first place. I'm... Uh, yeah, I have no idea what they're going to come up for, uh, come up with for this guy, because you know the whole act has been strumming the guitar and going it's Elias tonight, all that stuff. Um, so I'm interested <laughs> to see what comes next. Uh, what, what do you reckon? What, what do you reckon the new direction for Elias is going to be? It's been a while since you've had a wrestling dentist. That's my pick. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen one of them in years. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> Go with that. Throw off your best comments uh, down below. Your best ideas, and yeah. I'll pick some out tomorrow harass me on Twitter so I remember to pick one out tomorrow <laughs> but I'll find the best one anyway we're going to move over to Bray Wyatt of course released by WWE on the 31st of July there was chance for him again on last oh, night's yeah. Raw so the shockwaves of that release are still being felt but Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful has come through with a new report just clearing up some bits and pieces with regards to the release and I think for me the most important part of this is that he's just totally shot down 
those reports of mental health issues, which were completely unfounded when they came mm. out during his absence, but a lot of people were kind of harmfully snowballing this thing on social media. It emanated from a source who's basically never right about things in WWE, whose name I won't yeah. mention. Uh, no. But, but as SAP reports here, having spoken to sources close to the matter, those rumours were falsely reported mental health issues. Uh, Bray is 100% healthy, he's good to go, and that kind of follows on from the Sports Illustrated report the other day, talking about how he was cleared to go uh, like two days before he was released by WWE on the 31st of July. It's also noted here um, that tentative plans had been made potentially for Bray to return. He was due to return on last night's episode of Raw, which obviously couldn't have happened. Uh, nothing appears was set in concrete, however. So, yeah, man, it, it's, it continues to be this crazy, wide-reaching story with lots of tendrils all over the place. Um, Bray teased something on social media last night. It was, mm. you, you, well, you can't kill him or it never dies. Yeah. Something along those lines with a fiend-esque piece of imagery. So, I think wherever this guy goes next, his fans are going to follow him and lap it up. Like, if you're really into Bray Wyatt's brand of creativity uh, and you don't watch Impact and he goes to Impact, you're going to watch Impact now. I think that's how it's going to pan out. Uh, either way, I'm glad to hear someone kind of comprehensively shut down yeah. those, those reports, which always seemed uh, unfounded. And glad Bray's doing okay and ready for his next move. Yeah, obviously his release sucks, but uh, it was more of a relief reading this story because, like you say, you just wanted to make sure that he's all right, basically. You're not going to be 100% if you get released by the company, but the rumours about mental health problems and stuff like that um, were swirling and were being whispered about, whispered about online. That has been dealt with now. That is not the case. Like you say, excited to see what he does next. He's obviously got something in the works. He was liking the, the tweets talking about them chatting We Want Wyatt during the Bliss segment yesterday. Um, yeah, intrigued to see what happens next for him. And uh, yeah, don't believe everything you read online, I suppose, is the, uh, the moral of this story. Uh, right, let's conclude by talking yet again about issues WWE are having with their broadcasting partners. It's a story that will not go away because WWE just keeps repeatedly shooting itself in the foot. Uh, this once again comes from the brilliant Andrew Zarin of the Matt Men Pro Wrestling Podcast, one of the best podcasts out there that's not called What Culture Wrestling. Um, <laughs> and just gets sources talking about, uh, or USA Network sources, I should say, talking about the worries that they have got surrounding WE and in particular with NXT. Uh, he tweeted a quote from someone saying, personally, I'm disappointed with how this is going. Uh, and Azarian then commented himself saying, the perception from many is that these upcoming changes, the ones in NXT, will be negative. Uh, me and the Dadleys did a podcast, which should be coming out on the channel actually very soon, talking all about what's really going on in WWE, these major changes to NXT. And they both said, look, this is something that's had to happen for a while to NXT, but we've no idea what it's going to be. So whilst it's good to have change occasionally, be careful what you wish for, Andy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I agree with that point. And uh, it really sucks that it's had to come about this way when so many people have been cut and everything yeah. else. Oh, yeah. Um, but Vince has obviously taken a look at NXT and gone, hey, this isn't working. Let's let's switch things up. I I don't know. It, it, it's hard for me to feel particularly positive about this, like in any kind of way. I think that NXT word for a lot of people is like this fun wrestling centric island away from away from the main roster. But that's an inherently bad idea if it's supposed to be developmental because the main roster. Um, 
for long stretches isn't like NXT. So you're teaching people as plumbers and then going to asking them to work as electricians doesn't make yeah. any sense. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on with this. As always, our our support lies with the workers. Like the wrestlers who've been released are just victims of c- corporate meandering, uh, basically. And it's an unfortunate situation. I think it really sucks. Um, I hope that whatever happens next pans out well for the workers primarily. Uh, and that, uh, yeah, I, I, I've run out of steam, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although if the lights do go out in my house, I would love someone to turn up and say, it's a me, Mario. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, first question. He's they a plumber. David Campbell. He says, uh, hey guys, hope you're all doing good. Uh, Andy's not anymore. Uh, do you think that the issues that are happening to Baron Corbin uh, uh, hop back to when it all started when he smashed the mirror at last year's Money in the Bank? Interesting theory, Andy. Oh, man. Yeah, I've seen this theory bandied about about quite a lot. I don't think that, that this time last year or, or 14 months ago or whatever, WWE officials would have been sitting there going, hey, we're going to craft this long-term thing and come back to it a year ago. But <laughs> but if they turn around on SmackDown in a couple of weeks and go, hey, this caused this, that's a good way to link to something that happened in the past. And yeah, uh, look, I think this Baron Corbin stuff, the booking is always going to be whatever, right? He's always going to be besmirched by John Cena and whoever else. Uh, that's always going to happen on WWE TV, but I'm enjoying the hell out of this for what it is. I think it's fun. It's goofy, it's stupid, and uh, WWE do goofy stuff quite well sometimes. So yeah, uh, I'm into it. Speaking of Baron Corbin, Jake, 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 Jake asked a second question today, and it relates to this. I love this idea, Jake. How would you feel about Baron Corbin getting a My Name is Earl style gimmick where he makes a list of everyone he's wronged in his past, and every time he writes those wrongs, he earns good karma and wins his match? Presumably, Andy having to start with when he threw people off a sod in root foot money in the bank. He's making a list. He's checking it twice. He used to be naughty, but now he's nice. It's barren flaws. My, uh, what have I done? Yeah, no, this is, a, this is a great idea again. It's silly, and this character is good silly. Um, yeah, hell yeah. Let's do it. I want Baron Corbin in his grubby shirt groveling to people every single week, throwing people off the roof, all of that stuff, all the bad things he's done in the past. Calling Chad Gable short, maybe buys him some stilts in a horrifically uh, misread interpretation of the scene. Hey, you're tall now, pal. I've made it good. Uh, tell me that isn't something Vince would write. Yeah, this is really good. Do it. Also, I liked the idea. I think it was Brian Gewertz tweeted on Twitter saying Baron Corbin should ask for a loser eats dog food match and then deliberately lose so he can get some food <laughs> or something. I was like, all right, Brian, mate. Uh, yeah. uh, right, fine. Final question today comes from Angela Dawn. Angela Dawn, sorry. Regular contributor, and she's worked out the system. Honestly, you could have asked the best question in the world today, and I wouldn't have seen it because Angela's put a picture of a puppy on. So I was like, well, that question's getting asked. First of all, uh, MacGyver Scotty Pippen. Good boy. Uh, And second of all, Andy, do you believe WWE would still have had these mass releases if the pandemic never happened? Yeah, I do, I do. I know early on in the the first round of releases in April 2020, they specifically mentioned the pandemic. Um, But but to me, that just seems like a convenient line to appease shareholders and everyone else uh, and alleviate concerns. I think that... 
the company's business model has completely changed over the past few years. I think that Nick Khan has come in and gone, why are we yeah. paying this person this money when they're only bringing in this or whatever, whatever else. Uh, and I think they're trying to streamline things from a business standard. I think it has more to do with the abandoning of the talent hoarding philosophy as well. Uh, but yeah, I, sadly, I do think this day of reckoning was coming. But the thing about all of this is, man, if WWE hadn't spent what, three or four years signing everyone so that you can't have them, you in particular, Tony Khan, uh, they would have had to release all these people in the first place. So it's a sucky situation with lots of causes, but I do think that these would have happened regardless of the pandemic. Yeah. I'm inclined to agree with you there, Andy. Pandemic or no, I mean, it may have sort of expedited this process, but pandemic or not, you're still going to get the rise of AEW. And like you say, you're still going to get the rise of people like Nick Khan and this sort of restructuring within WWE. So it was unfortunately inevitable, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Now they've got the excuse of budget cuts, which as we all know, it's a load of bollocks. Uh, right, let's move on to today's and finally, popped me huge this when I saw it uh, when I woke up this morning, Andy. Uh, overnight, Belts by Dan tweeted, just had my first request to put Velcro on a belt. You can probably guess how he felt about that. And guess who quote tweeted him with the eyes emoji? It's Matt Cardona. He's going to make the GCW belt a Velcro belt. All he needs to do now, Andy, is make it a spinner belt and it actually might have some prestige in my world. Yeah, one day it can get up to the... Oops, hit my microphone. To the same level as this thing, which doesn't have any Velcro on it, but it does have some electrical tape to to attach the What Culture logo to. Yep. We're a very professional operation. <laughs> and uh, anyone who denies that can come get these hands. I'm Braun Strowman now. Can we end this... Yeah, that was, that was around the race of Cody Rhodes once. And now, I think I think me or Phil are currently the owners. Yeah. How the mighty have fallen. Right, let us have your thoughts on that and all today's new stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Uh, and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Oh, we got a good day for you today. Got the Raw review coming later. That's always a good laugh with me and the Dadleys. And the NXT preview. Wonder if I'll have anything to talk about. I'm sure we'll find something, eh? To preview ahead <laughs> of tonight's show. Uh, also, let us know your thoughts, Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch the Aiken Pester Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Humgruffin, which I've learned means a terrible or repulsive person, which I think you'll agree is the perfect description of everyone except me. <laughs> I like Andy's word of the day. I, I love this. I, I, feature, baby. My, my word of the day toilet paper has just run out, so it's fantastic. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. Don't be a humgruffin, and we will see you soon. Humgruffins get the pliers. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.